What's going on, gamblers, DJs, and everybody else in between? This is the Gamblers Anonymous podcast, GIP, Gap for short, because we're closing the gap between you and the bookies. I hope everyone's having a good Friday night. You know, we just got done with the fantasy draft. Yahoo's out here disrespecting my team, saying I got an F for a draft grade. You know what F stands for? Get the fuck out of here, Yahoo. This I I drafted a fucking juggernaut of a team. I don't care what you say. Oh, you drafted three Seahawks. Lick my fucking nuts. One of them was the defense. One of them was Geno. And one of them was my man Smith Nijigba. He's going to fucking tear it up. That's why he was the first wide receiver draft. He, he's he been said he's been better than Olave, Garrett Wilson were, when they were all on the same team. And you're going to disrespect me because I took three Seahawks? Get the fuck out of here. And they're even talking shit. Well, kittle me this is going to have to kittle them way out. I don't even know what the fuck they said. It was just disrespectful. I'm a little up in arms. But he's like, you know what? That Seahawks 2012 class. When Wagner, Wilson were drafted, and everyone gave us an F, that's that's the type of vibes my team is on. We're going to fucking show up and show out. Believe that. Anyways, I'm your host, JG, and let's get into week 41 recap. Well, I gave you all three bangers last week, three to the moons, but unfortunately, only two bangers were played, and one of the moons was voided because of injury. The first banger I gave y'all last week, Talon Greek Spore versus Arthur Phils over 39 and a half games, minus 120. Bang, bang. This one was always going to hit. 53 games played in this match, and I gave you guys 39 and a half. Come on. You already know this one was too easy. I said there was going to be at least one tie break. There wasn't, but there were two sets that went to 12 games. Match went five sets, but that wasn't a surprise when you heard the game that there was 53 games played. In fact, that was one of the two the moons I gave last week to go five sets plus 200. Not much else to say. Great match to watch, but a lot of back and forth, a lot of powerful shots. But all that really matters is we got that W. The second banger I gave, Emil Rusevori versus Andre Rubelev. And unfortunately, Rusevori was being a baby back bitch and withdrew from the competition because of illness. Let's face it, he knew what he was going to lose. Bet365 called him up, said, Rusevori, get the fuck out of here. All the money's on Rubelev right now. We can't pay them out. We know you're going to lose. Colin's sick. It's either that or we get a sniper rifle from 200 feet away to put him out of his misery. That was a lie, but come on, Rusevori, you got to play the match you got to play through it. People out here spending their hard-earned money on you, taking time out of the day to come watch this tennis match, and you're just going to be like, oh, man, I'm feeling a little sick. I'm not going to play. Man, come on. This game's bigger than you. We got money on the line. Come on. Smarten the fuck up. Go fuck yourself, and we'll move on to the last banger I gave you guys. Final banger, Anna Bogdan versus Sophia Kennan over 22 and a half games minus 110. Final game, count it. This game... This match went 23 games. Sophia Kennan wins in two sets. If Anna Bogdan didn't fall apart, 4-2 up in the second set, our 2 the moon was going to hit. Because you could tell, and evidently enough, she won the last four games in the second set and won the match 2-0. But if Anna could have held on to that to that 4-2 win, take, take that second set, maybe 6-4, 7-5, whatever the case it may be, Anna, Sophia Kennan was going to fucking dominate that third set. Well, she picked up that last four games, but nonetheless, 23 games played, over 22 and a half games, minus 110, bang, 
Bang. We went 2-0 and last week and lost the to the moon by the fucking fingernails. And if you're wondering why I only mentioned two of the three from the to the moon parlay, the third one was voided because Jason Kubler retired during the match because of a knee injury. You hear that, Rusevori? At least he fucking tried, you little bitch. All right. Enough of that. Enough of the week 41 recap. Let's move to week 42. And holy fucking shit, boys and girls and everyone in between. The NFL football season is almost upon us. We've dabbled in XFL, USFL, CFL. And now what a better way to get us into high gear for next week. But we're betting week one college football action. Three guaranteed locks coming your way this week. And lock number one, Middle Tennessee versus Alabama Crimson Tide. Roll Tide. And with our first guaranteed lock of the 2023 college football season, we'll be taking Alabama Moneyline minus 50,000. Oh, wait, that's that's my bad. That's a typo. I got Alabama first half spread minus 24 points minus 110. I know 24 points is a lot here, but this is our David versus Goliath matchup. And we're betting on Nick motherfucking Saban here. Nick Saban. Let's get that straight. And you better believe he's pissed about his team's 11-2 and record last year. You know he's going to have them ready to go. People might be worried about their new OC, offensive coordinator Tommy Reese. But they'll be just fine under him. Look how well he did the past three years at Notre Dame. He averaged 33.5 points. Now he's got an even better roster. Jalen Milrose at QB. I just can't see Middle Tennessee having enough to stop him. The secondary of Alabama will be stopping the passing attack of Middle Tennessee. And it, hopefully for us, it'll be 28 nothing at halftime. I saw somewhere once where uh, teams try and run up the scores in the first half. They need the points scored, and at the with two minutes left in the half, first half, they'll try and run down the field, go get a touchdown, go get a field goal, get some points. So by the end of the game, they got their second-tier players on, third-tier players playing the end of the game. So that's why we like to bet the first half spread cover. And when you look at their last three season openers, 2020 against Utah, they were winning 41 nothing at half. 2021. 27 to 3 at halftime against Miami, a ranked team that year. So they just so they pushed the spread. And when you look at 2020, they beat Missouri 28-3 at halftime. So that's 2-0 and 1. So worst case that's going to come our way is a push. A push is going to be our worst case result. So we're either going to get a win or we're going to push. Nothing in between. So first half spread, minus 24 points for Alabama, minus 110. Lock that shit in. Lock number two, LSU Tigers. Go Tigers versus Florida State Seminoles. And we're going with the Tigers money line, minus 130. The most anticipated game of the Sunday slate games. Florida State last year robbed this LSU team with a blocked field. Nope, with a blocked extra point. To win them the game 24-23. But this year it's going to be different. Brian Kelly has gone on record. He actually went on a radio station. And said we're going to beat the heck out of Florida State. And I believe him. I believe this. he is a man who wants his comeuppance. He's a man who wants his retribution. Because I'm telling you. After they lost that heartbreaking game. By a blocked extra point. 
They went on an absolute tear, an absolute heater last year, winning their next 10 games straight. One of those wins against Alabama Crimson Tide that I just mentioned, which took them out of their chance to play in the national championship. And Alabama is a way, not a way better team, but they are a better team than Florida State. And I just saw them keep improving under Brian Kelly last year. And I think in his second season, they're going to be that much better. And I think Jaden Daniels is going to be that much better too. And with them playing together for another straight year, I see them taking it. Redemption time, baby. They take this game 28-27, maybe even more. But I I know they're going to win. Lock in the LSU Go Tigers. Money line minus 130. And finally, lock number three. The last college football game of all the games coming Monday. Clemson Tigers versus Duke Blue Devils. And call me crazy, but I'm taking the Blue Devils at plus 13 points, minus 110. I'm sure a lot of you might be wondering, why would I take the Blue Devils? They haven't covered 13 points against Clemson since they beat them in 2004. Well, I'm here telling you, the turntables have turned. Dabo Sweeney's team, as great as they are, aren't that team anymore. You shouldn't be scared of them. They're coming off back-to-back seasons where they lost three games. While Duke, under Mike Elko, and led by dual-threat QB Riley Leonard, went 9-4, and their best record in almost a decade. And back for another year, another year to grow together, and another year to take that next step. Their worst loss last year was to the Kansas Jayhawks, and that was by eight points. I believe Duke has the better QB in Riley Leonard in this game. Yes, I believe he's better than Clemson's four-star QB, Kate Klubnik, in his first season, his first college football game. Mix that in with he's going to Duke, and Duke's playing at home. I see this one being a very close game with maybe, just maybe, the Blue Devils pulling this off with an upset. I think this game comes down to a field goal. So lock in the Blue Devils at plus 13, minus 110. And now let's head to the moon. I'm going back to the U.S. Open for to the moon. I I could almost taste that cheese on the dark side of the moon last week. And this week, we're going to go and get it. We're going to go and eat it. That tastes like a W. Jameis Winston right there. And we're going to, first one I'm giving you, Tommy Paul versus Ben Shelton. Tommy Paul, match result over 37 and a half games plus 160 couple of good american boys i just think tommy paul is just a little class above ben shelton he's he's good he's not there yet though one day he'll be there but not today next one i got for you iga Swiatek versus jelena ostapenko match to go three sets plus 250 would you believe me if i told you ostapenko has won all three matches I do think it's Iga Swiatek's time. She's the number one in the world, but I think she finally takes it from Jelena. It's going to take three sets, but that's all good because that's what we want. And my last one, Sorona Kirstia versus Belinda Bencic. Bencic to win 2-1 in sets plus 260. Again, Kirstia holds the tiebreak over. She's up 2-1, but Bencic... It's her time to shine. They're going to go three sets, and it's she's going to take it this time, not the other way around. And when you combine those, that's a total of plus 3176 Put $42, week 42. That gets you $1,375.92.
I hope everyone's going to have a good long weekend. I don't know if there's a long weekend in the States, but it's a long weekend here in Canada. So everyone, gamble at your own risk. Have good, Have a good weekend. Good next week. And peace.